Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Us Radio. It's me, I, <laughs> Trent Fowler. Uh, happy to be sitting at the table with you guys once again. Now, uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. We're back again with another episode, and unfortunately this week Mr. Anderson will not be able to join us, so it's just you and me, (laughs) and I'll be relying on you to really lean in and join me at the table this week for a conversation with friends. We both know I talk too much as it is, so this will be just perfect. (laughs) Now, last time on Us Radio, at the start of our new season, we talked about love in a number of different forms. And on the show, if you've enjoyed a few of our episodes, you know that we love to unpack these big abstract ideas. We like to make it into the episode's focus, just like love, because there's so much to say about it. You know, it's a big emotion with lots of places that we can get lost in conversation. And a meandering conversation we've found that is open and full of love will always lead to interesting and honest information that's vital to the speaker and the listener's ever-growing perspective about this life. Which is a really fancy fucking way of saying, if you're honest and you're open and you speak on it, that's going to be good for you. And it's going to be good for the person who's choosing to listen to you too. In reality, we could do a whole season about love. Look at all the different focuses, similar to like we did on the episode, you know, speaking about self-love. Shoot, we could talk about self-love forever, couldn't we? And probably get pretty far. But, the great and often trying thing about life is that it's constantly asking that we pick ourselves up and keep going. So instead of belaboring that topic of love, we're on to the next one. And trust me. Love and I don't get along all that well as it is. That's why it was such an important episode. You know, a lot of times the things that you'll hear from us are the things that are really close to our hearts, the things that are really important, because in sharing those, it's much more cathartic for us than it it ever could be for you, which is why I'm constantly thanking you for joining us and for listening and in the hopes that it is something meaningful for you or Maybe just that you hear another perspective. And that makes all the difference in the world. Now, whenever we sit down and create an episode, we start by throwing around ideas, right? We search topics. We mine information from books, from the internet, from interviews and secondary sources out in life in the world. Hell, you might get it from a movie. You might even get it from a goddamn commercial. But in constantly drilling these things down, what we're trying to get is the purest form of whatever it is that we're talking about. To you, our dedicated listeners, and our family members, this is the ultimate goal. Like, yes, I wouldn't be sitting here speaking to you if it wasn't important to me, if it didn't help me, if it didn't make me feel better. Because we're humans, and we're not that altruistic in our intentions ever, I don't think. But... In trying to get it really clear and really concise, we follow that rule of Einstein. That to understand something honestly and truly, that you've got to be able to explain it simply. Or else you don't know it at all. 
and we want it to be explained simply. If I can give you my truth, if we can give you a truth about the world from anybody, from any source, then maybe it'll reflect on your life. And that's why we try to get down to that. But in doing all this editing, in doing all this chopping up, there are all these little bits that get left on the cutting room floor. And I always ask, you know, what happens to those? And it's, it's inevitable. There's always something that we have to edit away. There's something we have to leave behind. Or there's something that we just plain forget to talk about in the midst of recording and all the ideas bouncing around wherever the conversation goes. All these little topics or key practice ideas to make for a better day or questions that need happy living to find an answer or quotes and current perspective from any source that can be shared here in this safe place, all of these become leftovers. They be, something always gets left behind. So, today, we're going to give you those leftovers, as well as a check-in on what is on our bookshelves and an explanation as to why it might be a good read for you to consider in the future. And I'll tell you, Sometimes growing up, the best dinners we had was leftover night as a family. And I can't really explain to you why. It was just fun. It was just, it was nice. You know, that one night a week that we can all eat whatever we want. Whatever's hanging around in the fridge. Some leftover from a dinner you went out and had a couple days ago. Or mom's casserole that she made last week and is about to go bad so we can't waste the food. Those were really special times for me. And so today, we're having Leftovers Night. And I hope that you'll really enjoy the show. And thank you for joining myself and us radio here at the table with friends. Because without you, there's no us. And that's especially true today. I wanted to start by um, telling you guys something that um, has been uh, sticking with me. It's been sticking on me. It's been sticking to me. However the hell you want to put it. You know, and really for me, I've just been saying, man, you got to keep pushing forward. I feel like I can't, and I feel like I'm drowning, and that's really not a fun feeling. I think it's also a little bit unavoidable in these lives that we lead with too much, all the time, too fast, but I know that personally, I choose to see that I'm drowning, I choose to see that I'm hurting, I choose... To see that I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in the quicksand and I'm sinking quickly or slowly. But I seem to be struggling quite a bit, so I sink more quickly. But even so, I hope, and I know that the ebb and flow seems unfamiliar, but it's right where I'm supposed to be. I remind myself that what I do and who I am today, my choices, my actions, and my perspective... Ultimately, what I learn from today is up to me. It's a choice. And sometimes, where I'm at, or how I'm feeling, or my current task, is an opportunity for me to keep going onto something bigger than myself, a life's ultimate goal, which is a hard thing to follow when you don't quite know what it is. It's a hard thing to follow when you feel like it's not really there but you have to keep following it. And so for me, when I'm uncomfortable 
if I'm if I'm in a position I don't want to be in, um, if I'm working through something that I know I need to get done the right way, even if I don't really want to, I just say keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, I've I, we've said before on the show that hate is a combustible emotion. You know, you don't have to put much of a flame to it and it'll explode real big. And that's volatile. And it's useful. You know, why do we use gas? Because it's useful. Because we burn it and it runs, right? A lot of times I choose to see that I'm fighting against the world, that I'm fighting against myself, that I'm fighting against something in front of me. If I don't think that I'm drowning, then I don't think I'm trying to swim. You know, then I don't think I'm trying to get air. But I realize as I listen to that noise inside my mind that that's a choice. You know, and, it, and that's really the thing, that's the, that's the lesson that I try to get to every day. You know, who I am right now is a choice. And how I am right now and what I gain from it is a choice. So drowning or not, I have to keep going. Now, let's start with books. Unfortunately, uh, without John here, you can only hear about what I'm reading, which is just what one guy is reading, what's sitting on one guy's shelf. And, you know, my um, my lovely, lovely partner ha- um, has given me a lot of insight, a lot of, um, a lot of learning, a lot of opportunity to learn. And she understands what I, um, what I need sometimes. And when you're honest with people, it's amazing how much more effective your universe is. If I tell somebody my truth and they care and they, they want to try to help, then it's not just you out there sharing your truth. And what I mean is that she might be at the bookstore or she might be on Amazon or she might be wherever and she finds these these amazing books, these great reads that um, help me, that that teach me more, that, that push me forward. And it's a blessing I could never I could never hope to have. It's a blessing I, I can't even fathom why I'm allowed it. Uh, you know, I never ever have seen myself as a person who deserved anything like that. But she always gives me these great books. She gave me a great book last year about uh, um, TED Talks. And she said, I ain't going to do no TED Talk. But that concept about explaining an idea and, and um, thinking it through and, and drilling it down and really getting to giving people the truth of what you're trying to say. I mean, heck, I hope that it helps us here. So right now, my latest one that I had received for my birthday is a book called Becoming a Citizen Activist by Nick Licata. And it's stories, strategies, and advice for changing our world. The synopsis goes, every citizen has the power to affect change, but it takes skill, an understanding of power, and a bit of passion to meaningfully participate in a democracy. This is the playbook for citizens wanting to improve the world around them, which I think we all want to do. You know, we all want to improve the world around us. So I've just just been trying to get ready to start this read as I've been finishing up a uh, book called The Sirens of Titan, which, shout out to Carlos, who ironically was reading it at the same time as me, uh, which is just funny how the world works. But it's a, uh, it's a book by Kurt Vonnegut. 
And if you've never read a Vonnegut book, oh my goodness, you need to. It is inventive and, um, and, and well-written and, and beautiful. And you will always learn something from a Vonnegut book that you never expected to learn. And that's really, really something uh, special. It's why I, every time I read something of his work, I'm like, wow, this is, this is amazing. This is important. Uh, this is beautifully written. It's a piece of, it's a, it's a masterpiece. Because it seems to me that every time that man sat down to write something, he said, I'm going to write something great. I'm going to write something amazing. I'm going to write something that is myself. And what's strange is how it transcends time. You know, Vonnegut was a man who lived for a very long time to his merit, but lived in a different time than us. You know, his first book, The Slaughterhouse Five, which you may be familiar with or have seen the movie, was a book he wrote after spending time as a prisoner of war. And um, this was in the 1920s, I believe, uh, which is crazy, you know, um, that he was this, this old... Actually, I think I might be wrong. I think it might have been World War II. So 1940s, he was a prisoner of war. But either way, um, just so old, yet so on point. And, you know, that's like we say... When things are, are, are honest and uh, truthful, they transcend time. They just work. <laughs> you know, they just um, will speak to you no matter when you read it or where you read it or why. It, there's something in there. A book that uh, I, John and I have both read is uh, uh, another one of his works called Cat's Cradle. And it is a fascinating book. It's an easy read. It's very short. Um, the chapters sometimes don't even last an entire page. And, and it's abrupt. It's very bang, 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 bang in terms of uh, writing. It doesn't, you know, longly draw out things. It, it, you can pick it up and put it down and pick it up and put it down and take it with you through your life. And it's a really great read for that. You know, in a world where we're constantly going, 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 you can finish a chapter a day easy. You can finish ten chapters a day easy. And you feel real good about yourself. Somebody says, well, what you reading? Oh, I'm reading this book. Yeah, how is it? And you say, oh, great, I got through ten chapters today. So, it's a, it's a hard book to explain. It starts out in one direction, ends so far from it. But whether it's when you're learning about Bokononism, or you're hearing how the writer is trying to... Um, understand his father's great work or um, you know just trying to understand why people would make the decisions that they make as you read it I can guarantee you that you'll gain something from the book and it is a great read it's called Cat's Cradle another one that I've been um, taking to is a book called Daily Rituals and shout out to Miss uh, Nancy Joyce for her uh, recommendation of this book she's a, a very bright woman and um, a really great resource to have. She's wise and um, has has lived and can share all of her knowledge in a way that's very um, very nice. You know, I am extremely lucky to know people who um, are loving and um, and open enough to share with me a great deal of information it's really truly one of the greatest blessings in your life if you love others as we spoke on last last week 
the love will come back around to you and um you know and 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 her uh, and her love is is uh, is special it's meaningful in my life i really do appreciate her um and she recommended me this book called daily rituals written by uh, mason curry now this book actually originated as a uh, as a blog so there's a blog out there uh, there's a number of ways that you can get access to what is in this book but they're um they're it's marked as how great minds make time find inspiration and get to work and it is a um simple book once again short little 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 excerpts you can read one you can read 10 and i really love that um cuz it does it gives you an ex- it gives you the ability to feel um a sense of accomplishment you know short term goals get you where you're trying to go they always 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 will and um this book is a breakdown of all of these different um, great people, as we as we like to mark them as people who have done um, amazing things, have written amazing things, have uh, have created amazing things in our world. Uh, you know, over the past hundreds of years. Um, you know, one of my personal favorites in here is a person who studies electricity and engineering is a Voltaire, who is the man who is the reason why we call things volts. But, um, you know, uh, we've got Benjamin Franklin and, um, let's see, uh, Immanuel Kant, um, Franz Kafka, uh, all these different people, and there are these little excerpts about what they would do daily, what their daily rituals were. And this book for the last couple of um, couple of months has been my daily ritual, ironically. Um, you know, life is boring without a little bit of irony to laugh at. And um, so I will, uh, at the end of the night, before going to bed, sit down and read a daily ritual and kind of think on what do they do, you know, uh, and wonder, you know, why did they do it? How did it help them to make these great, amazing things? But the lesson is always that these people set a pattern. They set something that worked for them. You know, I mean, you could be a chain smoker and smoke seven packs a day, or you could be a heroin addict and shoot up all the time. I'm not recommending that you do either of those things. You could also be a gardener and walk your garden every day. Spend time with your plants in nature and just catch your breath. You know, you can be a yogi and and love to do hot yoga every night. Um or 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 you can be a you know, you can be a, a chef and love to cook a great breakfast and that's what gets your day going. Or you can be a a, a father and just be with your children and be on a daily basis, be steadfast in being there for them and um, pushing them forward. You can be all these different things. You can set whatever ritual it is that makes you successful, that makes you happy. You know, you have to set yourself up in a position to be successful all the time. And that's really what these daily rituals are about. That's really what all these great people and the things they achieved were about. It's really what we all are about to an extent. When we start to look at our ritual, we start to look at the way that we do things, um, at what we do on a daily basis, it will um, it will make the difference in achieving your goals. When you say, 
You set boundaries. You set challenges for yourself on a daily basis. Things to complete. Things to avoid. Things to, to stay steadfast in, whatever it may be. That's what's fascinating to me about these daily rituals. That these humans are just like us. They're human. And when we set ourselves up to be successful, when we take our time with ourselves and we are caring, we can achieve really great things. But we have to be willing to set a precedent that's outside of ourselves, that's outside of our whims. And I think that Daily Rituals is a really great read. Um, It's inexpensive. You can get it on Amazon for, I think, $7. And um, it's really, really great. Now, some of the topics that we had laid out here are, um, the first is, is uh, awareness and questions about awareness. A lot of times we ask, you know, am I aware? What am I aware of? Can I be more or less aware? The thing that I find interesting and I often ask myself is, is it better to know or not to know? You know, how... How do we choose to be blissfully ignorant? What do we choose to turn a blind eye to on a daily basis? And in all honesty, I don't understand how one actually does that. Um, I think I can't know what I turn a blind eye to because I'm human uh, and, and don't know my ritual all that well. But when we're aware of our surroundings, when we're aware of how what we put in elicits what comes out, mentally and physically and and spiritually, it completely changes the game. We start to see things more clearly. When we take off the rose-colored glasses, we really start to see things in a light that is um, different. It's life-changing to an extent. Um, Another one that that we talk a lot about that I I find myself thinking about a lot is self-loathing. You know, we constantly criticize ourselves. We constantly have this perspective of us failing at things and how that really holds us back. You know, I often say, why preface something before you fail? Why brace for impact as if you're falling when you don't know that you really are? You know, we've all, we've all received more negative feedback than positive in our lives. And over time that starts to cement a percentage of the way we see ourselves inaccurately, vastly inaccurately. I mean, stop for a moment and think today. Think just let's not even think today. I want you to think about the last time that you criticized yourself. The last time that you said, "Oh, that's stupid" or well, you really should be doing this. Well, you haven't gotten this finished. Or such and such person in your life, your older sibling, your younger sibling, your, your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, somebody, right, is, is better than me, is more complete than me, is, is they're right and I'm wrong, and, and, I, and I'm wrong, and I did X, Y, and Z wrong today. You know, I I smoked that cigarette today. I I, I hit that bong today. Um, I was angry and unreasonable with a stranger today. We always 
are criticizing ourselves. We're always seeing our flaws. We're always creating this self-fulfilling prophecy of we're not really all that good. And why, man? Just why? Why do that to yourself? Ugh, water break. I'm sorry. I'm talking too much. I got to take a little water break. But I do. I want you to stop and think about that. I want you to the next time catch yourself. Catch yourself the next time you, you say, oh, well, you should have done it. Oh, well, you should have done it. And realize that nobody is criticizing you other than yourself. There's just this noise inside your head that's saying you're not good enough, that's saying you did something wrong. The rest of the world is not criticizing you. They ain't got the time for it. So why should you live? Just live. Let other people criticize you. Let other people worry about that shit. Because if people are hating on you, if people are talking about you, what's that mean? It means you're probably doing something right. And that's okay. Don't sweat that small stuff. It ain't you. Which leads me to our next topic, which is a lesson. A lesson that I think we all could stand to learn and that we all would benefit from really embracing in our lives, which is that you create this entire universe. Now I know you say, oh, okay, come on. I'm not God, right? Come on, I'm not Thanos. Come on, I'm not that, I'm not this all-powerful being that can do all these other things. Well, hear me out. The way that you see the world, the way that you interact with the world, what else is there? Honestly, what else is there? The way you perceive it is what makes it real. If you're not here to perceive it, then it doesn't exist. It can't exist to you. It can't. If you're not here interpreting this universe, if you're not here embracing your existence, if you're not here feeling it, seeing it, touching it, laughing at it, being brought to tears over it, trying to strangle it to death or closing the blinds and acting like it's not happening. Any way you flip it, this entire universe is created through you. Now think on that. The next time you feel like everything's entirely out of control, like the world's attacking you, remember that the universe is not going to give you anything that you can't handle and that you are creating it, that it's your perspective, that it's your choice. And that that's, I mean, kind of crazy, but kind of cool, man. It's really, really, really kind of cool. So last week, I think our big, big uh, tool, our big challenge was to do the five things that you're grateful for. And if you're sitting there nodding your head, yeah, yeah, that's what I like to hear. I really hope that, um, that you've tried it that you've tried to implement it into your life. And moreover, even if it's been a bit difficult, think about the benefit. Think about one feeling, one instance of, ah, I can let this go. I can put this down, right? I can look at these five things that I'm grateful for, that I'm thankful for, that are in my life. 
and that nobody can take from me. That they're mine. They're in my life. And that's pretty damn cool, man. So this week, I wanted to bring you guys a different challenge. This is a challenge that I um, I learned from a um, I learned from a book about uh, Sedona, and uh, the man was speaking about meditation, and he was speaking about how if you rise in the morning, right, you get up, you're groggy, you're dragging. Oh, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do this. Oh no, 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 no. Right? I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to wash my ass. I don't want to do all this stuff. I want you to stop. And close your eyes for a second. Focus on your breathing. You know, feel it come in and out. And feel your existence. And embrace it for a moment. And ask yourself two questions. Who am I? And what am I here for? Who am I? And what am I here for? Who am I? I am Trent Fowler. I am... Such and such a person. I am 26 years old. I am a male in America. I am an Arizonian. I'm a Phoenician. I'm a whatever you want to call it, right? Keep digging. Go deeper. Those things are not you. Who am I? Who am I? Right? I'm a, I'm a being. I'm... I'm charitable in the sense that that I try to love and, and, and vulnerable in the sense that I feel too much I am a little scared I am a little lost I am whatever ask yourself who am I and then you say what am I here for I'm here to make people happy I'm here to to make myself happy I'm here to leave the world a little bit better than I found it. I'm here to do this job. You know, I'm here to make this place better. I'm here to encourage these children. I'm what am I here for? Give yourself as much time as you can. You know, give yourself 10 minutes and and ask yourself those two questions. Who am I? And what am I here for? And I guarantee you that you will find an interesting return if you follow this path and you ask yourself these questions and you give yourself some, some answers about it. Who am I? And what am I here for? Who am I? And what am I here for? Now, my throat's getting scratchy. And I guarantee you, you're tired of hearing from me. And... Hopefully in our next episode you won't have to just hear me talk. But I really appreciate you guys joining us for Leftovers. I want you to remember our challenge and to stay open. Keep loving. And remember if you're by yourself, you're not as alone as you think. Because as we like to say at Us Radio, we may not change the world. But we will connect it. Stay blessed and have a good day.